Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. He shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready, and fires at a curve, freezes Otani. He's got to look it. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Here at the Coliseum for the A's Clubhouse Show as the Texas Rangers win it 11-3. They have an eight-run eighth inning as uh, they win it. They win three out of four in the series. They bring the record 25-15. and 15. The A's fall to 9-33. and 33. A's are now 17 back of the Rangers in the AL West. As we bring in Ken Korak, uh, the voice of the Oakland Athletics. And, Ken, look, this was a good game. I mean, for a while there, the, the two-run homer by Langoliers after Acton pitched so well in his debut. He retired the five he faced. Then Langoliers hits the two-run homer. You think, oh, the momentum shifted. And, and the A's, once again, cannot get the shutdown inning. And, and the eighth inning was disastrous. It was eight-run inning. And as we said during the broadcast, Johnny, it's not just the shutdown inning. It's keeping the team from... You know, giving up innings that escalate. And that's what happened there, where you, if you'd like to at least keep it to one or two, and then all of a sudden it's eight and you're out of the game. And that's happened so many times this year. I don't know the number, don't have it in front of me, the number of times the A's have given up double figures and runs, but their team ERA is approaching seven and a half. And it's just rough when you feel like you've got to score a seven or eight just to have a, a chance to win or tie a ball game. So, And I don't know what the answer is. They're running through a lot of people they've only only have two relievers with the club from the group that started the season starting pitchers have just two wins this year uh garrett acton i thought was great i mean that was a big lift when he came in he he actually swung the momentum in the a's favor to face five batters worked out of a tough spot wound up facing five batters retired all of them and then they, they tie the game but like you said the shutdown inning was elusive once again and look, the defense struggled today. And, you know, J.P. Sears, a guy that, uh, you know, has pitched well this year. He's deserved to get at least one, two, maybe even three wins. Uh, five and a third, five hits, uh, allowed just two earned runs. He just walked one. He struck out six. But, of course, the defense hurt hurt him. He had to throw extra pitches because of it. But I thought overall he, he pitched pretty well today. Yeah, J.P. was fine. You, you commit four errors and you're not going to win too many games, though, right, Johnny? Yeah. It's just It just makes it really tough. And. Yeah, I think they felt, the club felt that they had been playing better baseball recently, maybe not reflected in the one loss column, but, and I know we've said this a thousand times this year and it's be- becoming repetitive. I know our fans are tired of, of us mentioning this, but you can't, you can't improve your pitching unless you improve your defense. And so if he is not get to the point where they become a well above average defensive club, then I think their pitching will get a whole lot better as well. All right, well, the Diamondbacks come to town for uh, for three. A young, exciting team at 22-18. and 18, So we'll see if the A's can kind of turn it around against them, huh? Tori Lovello, ex-athletic from back in 96 coming in. You're right. They're, they're an athletic club. They're a pretty young ball club. They have some, you know, holdovers, guys like Christian Walker and Cassell Marte. But 
Uh, and they have a young pitching staff, too, but they've played well for sure. All right, have a wonderful night on this Mother's Day. Nice working with you. Thank you. You too, buddy. Thanks. All right, yep. That was Ken Korak, our guest, uh, the voice of the Oakland Athletics. The number is 833-625-2278, As uh, the uh, Texas Rangers win this game, they take three out of four. They won game one of this Series 4 nothing behind that uh, outstanding performance by Nathan Evaldi. Matter of fact, if not for the big 10-pitch uh, at bat, he probably would have completed uh, – 10-pitch at bat by Nick Allen. He probably would have completed the game, but he ends up walking Noda, uh, and they brought in Will Smith. Boach did, and um, and he got the save. But it was a 4 nothing Rangers win. The exciting, course, walk-off win with Brent Rooker. With a big three-run homer in the bottom of the 10th to win it for the Athletics 9-7 to after the Rangers had scored two in the top half of the 10th. Uh, so the uh, got the RBI single by Ruiz, and then one single later, Rooker with the three-run blast, and the A's got that 9-7 win. And then, of course, yesterday um, it was uh, John Gray. John Gray worked six and two-third no-hit innings before it was finally breaking up. Of course, the, the controversial call in the seventh inning of that game when Laureano doubled and they called uh, Rooker out at the at the plate, or I'm sorry, uh, Peterson out at the plate. It appeared that he got in. They didn't overturn. The calls stood. They did not uh, overturn it, although it appeared all the angles, it just appeared that he had uh, he had beaten it, but they said uh, they still called it an out, so that really hurt. That would have made it. Of course, at that a three-one game would have brought the tying run to home plate. Instead, it ended the inning, and uh, ended up still being a three-nothing game. And the Rangers did add two more in the top half of the ninth on the two-run homer by Ezekiel Duran, who had such a good series that made it five-nothing, and that's where it ended. And of course, in today, eleven-three, the final. So it was all Rangers. I can't really say it was all Rangers. Day. It was a three-three game till the top of the eighth. Langoliers hits that home run to shift the momentum after Garrett Acton and retired five straight. And uh, the Rangers end up after Langoliers hit that two-run homer in the in the seventh, which was his seventh of the year. RBIs 19 and 20. So he drove in all three runs for the A's in this game. The Rangers send 11 men to the plate in the eighth inning, uh, capped off by that grand slam by Adolis Garcia, in a five-RBI game after an eight-RBI game uh, in uh, mid to late April when the A's were in Texas. Uh, so just a frustrating game. Uh, it really was. And, and the A's with the loss fall to 9-33. And they're now 4-18 uh, at home, 5-15 and 15 on the road. We will take your calls, 833-625-2278, 833-625-2278. You have the, some thoughts on Garrett Acton. You have some thoughts about this game today. Maybe you went to the game or coming home for the Coliseum. So give us a call. We'll take a break and come back with your phone calls after this, 833-625-2278, the number. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me. Comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com. All right, back here at the Coliseum. As the A's lose to the Texas Rangers by a final score of 11-3, we'll take your phone calls. 833-625-2278 is the number. Uh, as the A's in this game, you Sears, Acton, Pruitt, Mole, and, uh, and Zach Neal uh, for the Rangers. Heaney, Hernandez, Rodriguez, and LeClerc. Um, and the and the Rangers uh, have a very successful uh, road trip for the Texas Rangers. They conclude with three wins. They win seven games on the on the trip. So, very successful trip for Texas. I believe seven out of ten on the trip for the Texas Rangers. What do you think of the Rangers' chances? They are twenty-five and fifteen now, and, and playing really good baseball. Uh, the A's do have three more games on this uh, on this homestand. They'll take on the Diamondbacks for three beginning tomorrow night. So a night game, night game, and day game 
against Arizona before uh, they embark on a seven-game trip, uh, which will begin next weekend. They'll have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Houston, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of the next week uh, in Seattle take on the Mariners. But uh, this game, 42 in the books as Texas wins this one. Andrew Heaney uh, pitched really well in this game uh, and uh, ends up striking out nine. He allows four hits and one run in the six innings, just walked two. Uh, but again, the big moment in this game, really the, the fifth inning. Talk about the momentum swinger. The A's got a single from Diaz. Langoliers walks. Nick Allen comes through with that bunt hit. So you had the bases loaded, nobody out. And the best clutch hitter, really the fifth best clutch hitter in the in the MLB overall, Ruiz, who is hitting 447 with runners in scoring position. Well, he hits a one-hopper back to Heaney, who barehands it. And uh, yeah, obviously not suggested to barehand the ball as a pitcher. He barehands it. He fires home for one. They go to first to get the one, two, three double play. So now we went from bases loaded, nobody out, to second and third and two outs. And um, and then uh, Jordan Diaz grounds out to Simeon, the second baseman. It's just a very frustrating. And talk about what uh, all these situations that are microcosms of the season. Well, that's really Kind of it right there. I mean, uh, fifth inning base loaded, nobody out, and you can't score. And then Heaney works a perfect sixth inning as he gets uh, gets Rooker, Perez, and Aguilar. And uh, at that point, still a 3-1 game. But then you get to the seventh inning, you get the single from Laureano. Uh, Ledmus Diaz pops up. And then the two-run homer by Shea Langoliers, his seventh of the year. And uh, then it's a 3-3 game. And then we talk about the eight-run eighth as uh, the – Texas Rangers uh, win this one, and uh, what a what a solid offensive club that Texas Ranger club have. You go Simeon, Grossman, Lowe, Garcia, Young, Heim, Durant hitting seventh, and then you have a uh, Huff, and then of course Tavares in the nine slot, and he's been hot. He's eighteen for his last forty-one, so it's it's really no real break in this Texas lineup, as we said during the broadcast, and uh, the A's uh, falls. We said by a final score. Of eleven to three, we will take your phone calls again eight three three six two five two two seven eight. Townie will join us here in about fifteen minutes or so to talk about uh, this ball game. As kids uh, right now running the bases, that's one of the the great traditions here at the Coliseum. Uh, the memories for the kids uh, getting a chance to run the bases. As Townie always says that kids will never never won't remember the score, but they will remember uh, running the bases and having that uh, having that good time out there. So, uh, you have any thoughts again? We'll talk about Garrett Acton uh, making his uh, MLB debut. I got a chance to see Garrett Acton in the AAA Las Vegas uh, last year, and he, he is good. He's got really good stuff, um, and he looked good today. He was pitching with, uh, as we, he said, conviction, pitching very aggressively, and uh, ends up striking out two. He gets a couple of ground outs and a pop up, and he greeted uh, warmly by his teammates at the dugout. So, good performance. By Garrett, as I said too, with uh, with with Ken, um, give Sears credit. I thought Sears pitched well today. You know, obviously the defense let him down, but I thought he looked he looked good. I mean, five and a third, five hits and three runs, two earned. Um, he walks just one and strikes out six. And you know, you look at his starts; he has uh, pitched well enough to win several games, and just has not uh, had the opportunity opportunity to do that. And that that's been uh, frustrating. I'm sure for JP and for the for the A's and the you know they they want to get JP Sears some wins. But he's proving that you know he can pitch uh, at this level. Um, and uh, again, he pitched pitched well today, and hopefully he can uh, keep it rolling into his next start um, as JP Sears. Let's let's look at um, let's look at his um, his uh, game logs and look through it. You know his last start uh, in New York. He wasn't wasn't his best one. Five and a third, six hits and five runs. But again, that start against Seattle at home, uh, six shutout innings for Sears, just allowing the four hits. He walked two and he struck out seven. Uh, he had uh, that start against the Angels. He struggled a little bit, but the start against uh, at Texas the Rangers. Remember, he struck out eleven in that game on the twenty-first. But again, a lot of his starts, the offense just unable to really, really get it going. He had a, a start uh, against. The New York Mets on the 16th of April, where he just allowed the the two runs in six innings, allowed four hits. Again, that was a no decision. Got the loss at Baltimore, allowed three earned runs in five innings. 
And, of course, that first start, and still get stretched out, four and two-thirds, eight hits, and three runs in that one. Uh, we do have uh, some sound from Mark Kotze, the skipper of the Oakland A's, and uh, let's play that for you right now. And then how was your flat tire? Yeah, I need a new tire. Yeah, did you get it fixed or no? Uh, I get it fixed tomorrow. Okay, how'd you get here? Uh, my parents brought me in. That's nice. Thanks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice of you, Mark. Okay. Well, I mean, the inning got away from us in the eighth for sure. Um, you know, the pitch that changed that bad for, in my opinion, and the reason I, you know, went out and talked to Dan was based on Brute's reaction and Lang's reaction as well in the comments on the mound. Um, you know, but that, that inning spiraled a little bit. Um, you know, Mole coming in, um, the walk to Thompson to load the bases. Uh, you know, the ground ball, you know, we're a foot away from turning a double play and that inning being done. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. And, uh, you know, the inning ended up costing us the game. Yeah, it was a poor defensive day. Uh, there's no other way to describe it. Um, you know, we, we talked before the game, pregame, about things that we need to improve. And I thought our defense was, was playing better. But, uh, you know, today was a rough day. Uh, Ruiz is a young kid. He's a center fielder. He hasn't had a ton of time out there. And, um, you know, today was a day that, that we can learn from um, and we can talk to him. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to beat himself up. Uh, because that's the type of kid he is. He he strives for perfection. Uh, he's hardworking, and uh, I know he'll get back out there tomorrow, and and we'll continue to to work on those fundamentals. Uh, you brought Acton in kind of a tough spot there. He's going to out of it and pitch another. What do you think of just his debut? Great great debut for the kid. Uh, it's unfortunate the game ended the way it did, um, but but as we talked about, this is a positive. Uh, a young man, um, your first debut in the big leagues. Coming in in a big spot, um, you know, going out and, and performing, uh, you know, the way he did. That's that's a big bright spot, and uh, that's something we can we can talk about. What do you think of the performance by uh, JP as a starter? I thought JP did a great job. He went out, and battled, and gave up a two-run homer early. Um, you know, pitched his way into the sixth inning again. So our starters are improving. Um, you know, they're getting deeper into games. You're seeing the, them utilizing the, uh, all three pitches. They're attacking hitters better. Uh, I think it's six strikeouts and only one walk. So, um, you know, those are the positives. Those are the positives. And uh, that's what we're going to continue to focus on uh, and continue to build off. Yeah, sorry uh, if I don't understand. Immediately the umpire expelled you from the game? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he, he had every right to. Um, you know, I'm questioning balls and strikes, and uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, you know, he missed a pitch that was crucial in a bat, and then ended up giving you know Jonas some count leverage and ended up getting a hit. And uh, you know, I think uh, both Dan and I, you know, disagree on on that pitch. Um, but you know, it's difficult. Balls and strikes are difficult. Um, you know, and. You know, Dan's done a great job. Dan's a great umpire. Um, so on that end, um, you know, I'd probably let my emotions get the best of me today. I think that's seven home runs for, for Shea. Offensively, is that kind of what you're expected to see from him at this point of the year? Yeah, I think Shea's done a great job. You know, this is his first full season in the big leagues. Like we talked about, I think he had 14 games behind the plate last year, but most of us feel like he had more games than that. Um, but in reality, that was the number, I believe. And for him offensively, he's continuing to grow as a hitter. Um, you know, seven home runs, it's May. You know, uh, I think he's got an opportunity to, to, to impact the game on that, side of the, uh, uh, on that side as well as defensively with his ability to throw runners out. So, um, you know, Shea's headed in the right direction. Thanks, Scott. All right, back here at uh, at the Coliseum, and uh, there are a couple things there. Um, 
Uh, first off, Ruiz, who's still learning center field, and we talked about that the other day. You know, look, he's he's an infielder who's learning the outfield, and so you know, as far as you know, it, it takes time, it takes games, and the routes he takes, getting a feel for it out there. Of course, he has tremendous speed, and he's made some great plays this year, but he's made mistakes. He's going to make some mistakes this year out there in center field. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, a feel also like with other, you know, a, a left fielder or a right fielder uh, kind of moving moving towards uh, the ball as he's going to the ball's communication. But he's still learning. He's still learning. I think he's going to be a tremendous center fielder, but uh, still a ways to go. And uh, you're going to go through some growing pains this year with that. As far as Langoliers goes, um, you know, it, uh, he's having a, he's having a good year, and he's still learning the league as well. So Langoliers are the big two-run homer. He has seven home runs uh, on the year. Langoliers does, and uh, really should have eight. Not robbed by that grand slam by Taylor Ward uh, when the teams played. Uh, in Anaheim and and finally talking about uh, getting kicked out and the respect he has for Dan Bellino he knows Dan's a good umpire he said I should have got kicked out for what I said you know Uh, so you know look it was a disagreement on balls and strikes and uh, you know you can't argue balls and strikes and Kotz knows that and Kotz he said I deserve to be kicked out but he has much respect for Dan Bellino the umpire and I love that he was uh, able to be honest about that which he always is he's he's an honest guy so he just said uh Basically, uh, I was not happy. It gave uh, Jonah Heim some count leverage, and he took advantage of that. And those are the little things, right, that can impact the ball game. So, um, yeah, frustrating loss. I'm sure the skipper's uh, very frustrated right now. The team's 9-33. and He knows uh, the situation, uh, but he also knows that, uh, that this team is better than 9-33, than and, and he uh, has the hope and the belief that this team will start to uh, win some games. Again, we'll take your calls, 833-625-2278. That's the number. We'll take a break and come back with more on the Ace Clubhouse Show after this. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Upgrade to the performance you need on all Maytag major appliances during May is Maytag Month, happening all month long. Maytag Month is going on. Progressive presents Precious Moments. Nothing beats driving cross-country in our RV. This is so much fun, Dad. I don't even need to look at my phone. It's not the destination. It's it's the the journey. Jinx! (laughs) The exchange you just heard didn't actually happen, but it could. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive, and you could use the savings to make sure that RV is always ready to hit the road. Who knows, your teenager might actually put down her phone for five minutes. It could happen. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. I saw the other day. That's one got a fly ball to left field. has got a chance going back. Grossman at the wall, and it is gone. (laughs) 
Shea Langliers has tied it up at three. A two-run shot is seventh of the year. RBI's 18 and 19, a brand new ball game. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Yeah, that made it a 3-3 game. Townie will join us here shortly. First, we do have some sound. I want to hear from J.P. Sears before we talk to Townie. So here's J.P. from after the game. Oh, it's not ready? Okay, well, let's go to Townie. Uh, Chris Townsend uh, back with us on the A's uh, Clubhouse Show. And a frustrating game, Townie. You know, look, it, it's Langlier's hits the home run 3-3 after the Acton uh, debut as he retires five. Uh, the five batters he faces, you think, here we go. The, the home run by Langlier's, you got momentum. Uh, you're going to get a get a split, and it just wasn't to be. That shutdown inning has been so elusive for this club this year. It is really unbelievable the bullpen numbers in so many different ways. You look at the bullpen numbers with ERA. You look at the bullpen numbers when they get two outs, how much they still surrender. It's all the worst in baseball. And it is so rare to see what we saw today other than a beautiful Mother's Day game, 71 degrees. As you know, I wasn't there, but it looked beautiful. So I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there driving home listening to this. Uh, and to your wife and to my wife, and we think about our mothers, even like myself, my mother is no longer here, but we think about our mothers and what they did for us and how they helped us get to where we are, and especially the players, the coaches, and everybody in the organization. But something that you rarely see, an eight spot, an eight spot in the inning, and it just, I mean, there were things today. I mean, four errors, the last time we saw four errors, in a game by the A's was 2018, also wow. in May, but it was 2018. Your center fielder, I mean, how often do you see an outfielder make two errors in one game? They're just, it, it was bad. It really was bad. And the bullpen, it's just, it's it's hard to believe that their numbers continue just, uh, no matter who they put up there, no matter who they put in, you, you see you see the team struggle. Now, the one thing that, I, you know, where what you were alluding to is that you've seen the A's, when they do win games, six out of their nine have been comebacks. They've been dramatic, right? right? So you're yep. thinking, okay, Mother's Day, we got something going there, but then all of a sudden, bang, an eight spot out of nowhere, and it is ball game over. Well, well said about Mother's Day, too, Tony. And, uh, yeah, it, it, this, this was just – one of those games that just uh, it just left with a you left with a sour taste in your mouth. You really didn't, Ruiz. You know, I heard a caller, I think it was yesterday, Townie, and they were talking about Ruiz and how, how you know, great a defensive center fielder he is. He's just not yet. He will be. He will be. He's learning the position. And you you told the caller, I can't remember who it was, but you told the caller, look, like, look, he's not great yet. He has the speed. He's learning his routes. He's just he's it's a work in progress. He hasn't played there. He's an infielder learning to play the outfield. And I don't care how much speed you have, it takes reps out there, man. It's it's not easy. So he's kind of learning on the fly out there. So he's getting a feel for when to take charge. He's getting a feel for uh, his out, his right fielder and his left fielder where to play. When you know, uh, kind of it really comes down to the routes too and the confidence out there. You know, you you, you can have all the speed you want, but until you you have those reps out there you're not going to be a, a great center fielder so I think he will be I really do I think he his his intelligence is off the charts his makeup off the charts his work ethic off the charts he's going to make himself into a great center fielder it's not not there yet but it will be I think the caller was being ultra kind yeah. and I think you're being kind he is not a good outfielder not by any stretch of the imagination and the more that we see it the more we see him struggle and I can give him a pass because he's a career infielder. And right. there's that ju- there's that there's that there's that change, right? There's that adjustment that you have to make when you're used to I mean, where you're used to playing on the diamond behind the pitcher and whether you're playing shortstop or second base and then now throw out to outfield, I it's such a dramatic change. And center field is one of you know, shortstop, center field, playing the middle of the diamond is where you have to be strong defensively and it's also very tough compared to like when you play the corners as a third baseman or a first baseman you're going to get a lot of shots at you where you just got to knock the ball down and you can still make a play you really can't do that as a shortstop or a second baseman there's so many bang bang plays it's such an athlete we always talk about it you know you got to have that such great feet the feet 
the feet and rhythm of a dancer to play shortstop and second base, but also center field. And right now you're seeing his reads are not good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to – you know what? I'd like to be like you, Johnny, and say, oh, he's going to be good. I know it. I don't know that. All I, I, I mean, I love what he does offensively. And offensively, he's hell on wheels. And you'll find – Wherever he is going to play long term, whether it's center, whether it's outfield, whether you move him back in the infield, he's hell on wheels on offense. He has a really, really long way to go as an outfielder, especially as a center fielder. The plays today, the plays today, I mean, you can say the one clank off his glove, but the one which we called on TV today, the Jonah Heim ball into the gap in the eighth inning, that got this whole thing started. Garcia hits the double to lead off the inning. And then now you give the base hit up to Heim. And the fact that that ball, once again, how many balls now we've seen get behind him that end up going to the wall actually got by Loriano too. That really jump-started that inning because it would have been one run and who knows, but it's it just plays that they're, uh, he, that are just not good. And I just, I'm just i just going to be honest, he, he does really have a long way to go as an outfielder. He, he does, and he's struggling. There's no question about it. All I'm saying is, just from the way he has adapted, even hitting-wise, where he's come from and where he is now, the, 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 the work ethic he has watching video, he is going to make himself a good outfielder. I would bet the farm on it. And I'll t- he, the, I'm telling you, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's good now. All I'm saying is you, you, with, his, with his work ethic and the way he wants to be great, um, he's not going to settle for being just an offensive player. He's just not going to. I'm not, I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm confident just knowing the kid, the way the people talk about him in that clubhouse and the coaches, the way I think he's a guy that's going to get it at some point. I do. Well, I'm just a little shocked because it's not like they just made this conversion. Yeah. He's been playing out. I mean, when you saw him in AAA, he was playing in the outfield, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was playing the outfield. In, yeah, in so it's not somewhere. like it's not like, you know, Jordan Diaz last year came up to the A's. And Jordan Diaz had never played second base in his entire career. I'm not talking big leagues. I'm talking minor leagues. And remember, he signed as a teenager. He comes to the A's, and he, you know, he's growing up as a, almost as a child into a young man playing in the, a lot of professional baseball for the A's. We looked. I mean, he had never played second base before ever until he played in the big leagues with the A's. So that was like, wow. He, he's learning on – you talk about the definition, Johnny, of learning on the fly. That, right. That, yeah, but, yeah. but that just showed to me how much they think of his, his bat. To where Ruiz, I'm not giving him the kind of pass I give Diaz because he has been playing. I got to go check to see how much. But, I mean, at, at, at double-A, at triple-A, all spring training, he's been playing outfield. And just the decision-making, it's very clear he's not comfortable. With the decisions that he makes, he's not comfortable with it. He doesn't read the baseball off the bat real well. And, um, yeah, it's going to take a lot. For him to get where you think he needs to get to, there's going to be a lot of coaching and a lot of hard work. So, hey, let's uh, switch gears about about Garrett Acton and and your thoughts on I thought he's aggressive in the zone. Obviously, the stuff's there. He retired all five that he faced. Uh, to go into a situation, you're making your your big league debut. There's friends and family here. All the nerves. He looked pretty poised. You know, it's just inning and two thirds, but he, he was impressive today. I thought it was a you know if you if you want to talk about one of the things today that just warms your heart, it's a guy like this. I mean, you just look. He makes his MLB debut. He's been pitching. You think going back to what was his first year in, in pro ball? Was it 2020 or 2021? I think 20, 2020, I believe. 2020. I mean, you just, I mean, you think about that. And you just think about the grind of the minor leagues. And here you are at 25 years old. You're making your debut. You threw the ball well down in Las Vegas. See, you can't throw the ball well in Vegas. You know, it's funny how we, you know, we always talk about the numbers being so skewed because of whether you're playing in the thin air or a lot of games in elevation. You can throw the ball well. Now, some people would say, wait a minute, he had a 401 ERA. Well, that's pretty darn good down there. Uh, 30 strikeouts and 24 and two-thirds. And, you know, he came right out and did exactly what we've been asking everybody to do, Johnny. Throw strikes. Challenge people. If you're going to get beat, get beat throwing strikes. 
And when you're when the one of the things I was really really excited for him and really told me a lot about him here as you just said it's his debut you know that his heart is pumping his dream is coming true he's waited for this moment his entire life so he could be so pumped up well when you're super pumped up one of the pitches that's not there for you is your changeup because the changeup is a field pitch you want to have the same arm speed as your fastball but of course with the circle change it's a different grip and if you're too pumped up and you're overthrowing it, that's going to be a disaster pitch. It's either going to sail on you right for a right-hander or it's going to go in the dirt. Nope, his were for strikes. So for a guy that was pumped up and nervous like you should be on you in your MLB debut, I thought he threw strikes. He came, out, he came after the hitters. And you know what? If there's more of that in Vegas, bring it. Let's see it. I know he was a 42nd player used by the A's this year, but yeah. I'll tell you what, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see out of the bullpen. Come in and challenge the hitters and, and, and win inside the strike zone. Yeah, I mean, I, I was wrong. Actually, 2021 is first year town. Is it 21? Yeah, because yeah. he went to the he's, – he's fighting a lion eye. He went to Illinois, yeah, right? That's right. He sure did. Had a great career there. Now, listen to these numbers in Vegas, man. Five and one, four point oh one. He worked twenty four and two third innings, six walks and thirty strikeouts. Right, whip mm-hmm. was just over one. Uh, he faced a hundred hitters, so that's decent sample size. And you're you're playing in Vegas, so four point oh one. He was dealing. He was absolutely dealing. So I, so the reports, I'm sure, out of Las Vegas, from Ryan Corey and, and company, with this guy is uh, he's ready and. Uh, you know, and Fran Reardon. Uh, so this is pretty cool. I'm so glad that this guy uh, got the call up, well deserved, and uh, yeah, he looked good. I just like the reaction from the players. By the way, we found out uh, Kotze said in his presser that the reason he got kicked out, he was classic. He's like, I deserve to get kicked out for what I said at Dambolino. Dambolino's a good umpire. He goes, I was mad about the the uh, ball strikes. You're not supposed to argue ball strikes, but I felt like with one of the pitches to Jonah Heim that I thought he missed. I thought Bellino missed. That gave Heim count leverage, and that then he came through with that base hit. So I, I love the honesty of Kotze. I love the honesty. He's just like, look, that's a good umpire. He goes, I'm glad mad. you said that to take people behind the scenes. So two yeah. things I want to respond there. Uh, take people behind the scenes. You know, when it's one of the things that's kind of tough when you're just doing the TV here back in the studio. Yeah. You know, a lot of teams do their TV stuff from the ballpark. You know, so you get to see all this stuff. But so when you're not there, you don't get to see it. And all of a sudden, I, I look up and it says on my computer, Mark Kotze ejected as you're following this game, as you're watching it and you're also following it on your computer. I'm like, I had to text you. Yeah. What the hell happened? Like, no yeah. one knew what happened. The TV here at NBC did not show him get ejected. I mean, we're like, what's going on? So I'm glad we know about that. And when, when you start talking about, A's relievers, do you know the one stat that the A's bullpen, they're the worst in baseball at it, and they and they lead this stat by a ton? Do you know what that stat is? Is it inherited runners scoring? It's walks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not. The last time I checked it, the A's are 30th. How many teams are in baseball? 30. So they're 30th in walks. The next closest team was like 30. It was the White Sox. They were like 33 or 34 walks less. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's team number 29. You're 30 out of 30, and by over 30 walks, it's like the numbers crazy. I I checked that on Friday for A's Cast Live. I don't know what's happened the last two days, but still they lead the world in bullpen walks. And I can tell you, as a failed pitcher back in my day. Your job coming out of the bullpen is to throw strikes. You have to throw strikes. You can't nibble. You can't walk people. That essentially coming out of the bullpen and walking people is throwing gasoline on the fire. Absolutely. I, I want to talk a little bit about the shutdown innings. I want to go through my books, and I, I will one of these days. I want to look at how many times the A's have scored and what happens the next half inning. Because I'm telling you, it has happened over and over again where they just cannot get that shutdown inning. It is so crucial in baseball to put up a zero after you put up runs. And, I, I mean, it's just been incredible. It, it's been amazing uh, how, how few times they've been able to get that shutdown inning after they score runs. Well, we were looking at it and talking about how the A's have really struggled with two outs. They get two outs, and they just can't close the deal in innings. Their numbers are the worst in baseball. 
just this pitching staff just can't can't get the team inside the dugout. And then I was thinking about it going, you know what, we probably aren't very good when there's one out, zero outs. It really probably doesn't matter how many outs there are, and that's kind of sad to say, and I'm not, truly, I'm not trying to make a joke, but it's just – when you get two outs in an inning, you've got you have to sniff it. You've got to feel it. You've got to get out of this inning. You're the bullpen and you come in and there's runners on. I mean, you have to and right now they they are very far struggling with that. So, talking about this kid coming up and throwing strikes and looking good, like you immediately in your mind if you're Scott Emerson or you're Mark Kotze, even though this is just one outing, you're already saying I like what I saw here. I want to put this kid back out there as soon as possible. Absolutely. 24 years old. And uh, yeah, I saw him in Vegas last year. He looked good. I always I liked him last year. I'm like, this, this, is a, this is a guy. So, look, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, the, uh, you know, Nick Allen, I feel like he's, he's uh, he had the bunt hit today. Uh, he made a rare error at shortstop. But he's, uh, you know, I think he's starting to, Come around a little bit. You saw Langoliers with a couple of hits. Lidmus Diaz had two hits. Loriano had a couple of hits. But no, between uh, hitters one through five, uh, they were over. It was uh, they were ele- they were old for nineteen. Uh, Ruiz Diaz, uh, Ruiz Jordan Diaz, Brent Rooker, Carlos Perez, and Jesus Aguilar. Give Heaney a little credit. Heaney six innings, four hits, and a run. He, he started off, a, you know, he pitches backwards at times, right? But he, you know, he has that little little slider. But he struck out nine, walked two, uh, and uh, look, it's just it, it's too bad that after that home run by Langoliers, they they just couldn't get it going. And, and again, eight runs in the eighth, you know, just completely took uh, the A's out of the game. But it, it didn't have to be that way, really. And uh, it, that's why that's why Kotze was so hot. And Kotze was hot because he thought they had Heim struck out, and you know that's a whole different ball game, right? And that's how baseball is. That's how it's going when you're struggling as a club, right, Townie? Like it, this thing snowball, and you just can't. You can't like Ken said today. Like you, in that situation, maybe you allow two runs, but you can't allow eight, right? That's uh, just kind of it seems to snowball, and these innings get out of control. And I, I think the best way to put it is. I'm not going to grind on wins and losses. I was joking yep. with Dave Stewart about that. I'm like, I, yep. you know, because he's shaking his head. I'm like, Stu, it doesn't matter. What you need to find, and he knows this as a GM, as a former GM. The thing in this game was, okay, another start where you saw good competition out of J.P. Sears. J.P. Sears has to limit those certain pitches that get out over the zone that get hammered, like the home run by Robbie Grossman. That was that was a the sweeper is going to be a flat pitch, but it's got to be in on a right-handed hitter. It was right over the middle. So there was a couple pitches that he made. Defense didn't play well behind him, but he battled once again. He didn't walk anybody. He had six strikeouts, and then you mentioned Bangaliers. I mean, there is your catcher hitting his seventh home run. So there are some definite positives in this game. If you're going to grind the wins and losses this year, good luck to you. You're you're in mid-May, and where this thing's going, this isn't. There, there's not going to be a turnaround where all of a sudden you're trying to. Hey, how, what do we got to do to get to 500? You got to let that go. Yeah. You you got to find out who the players are for the future. So I know we will talk about wins and losses. That's what we do here on the post-game show. But I look at what Langoliers did today, and we mentioned this kid. Acton having his debut and the home run by Langoliers as he continues to show power. Uh, he got way well, at the infield base out on my book in front of me. He had an infield base hit, right? Yeah, he did. He did. Infield so Langoliers hitting, you know, Langoliers hitting. But also something I had a conversation here today where I'm like, saw the veteran guys in there and I didn't see some of the young guys. And when I don't see some of the young guys, it, it just kind of, it just, it, it, it bothers me. It bothers me. I don't care who's pitching. If I don't see Blade, I don't see Noda, I don't see these guys, and the veteran guys come up, and it's like, eh. and I think you're going to have a problem too because what are you going to do when Seth Brown comes back? Well, yeah, and, and Seth Brown had a, had a little bit of a setback, so it'll be a little while. But Did he? Right. What, what, what happened? I, I, don't, I don't know. I just uh, There's a little bit of a – he had to come out of his rehab game is what I understand. I don't know if they, there's details on it. Is that yeah, today he did? I, I think so. I believe so. Yeah, it was either today or, or or yesterday. But yeah, so that's a little bit of a setback there. But, but yeah, at I, some I, point, he is coming back. Yeah. For so sure. then, what are you gonna? I mean, what are you gonna do? That's another outfielder you got. Yeah, you're right. And you know, look, you talk about Ruiz, Rooker, Blade. I I can't imagine they'd be 
they be going anywhere, Loriano. So it, you you got to yeah. You, there's um, going to be some decisions to be made on that for sure. So I, I don't know what I don't know what they're going to like like to do on that. Very interesting. Hey, we do have some uh, JP Sears. I want to hear what JP said after the game. Here's JP Sears in his post game. Yeah, obviously, um, um, I'm not happy with how it started there. Uh, you know, getting a little too much in with that slider on Simeon and. Um, and just kind of a hanging slider there to Grossman. He was kind of, I can tell he was kind of hunting it. So, you know, put a good, good swing on it. But, uh, yeah, after that, felt good. Um, felt like I could control the zone really well and uh, used my changeup really well today to kind of get those guys off my slider. So, um, yeah, felt good out there. Yeah, just uh, felt good today. Had, had some good depth to it. Um, felt like I could throw it, um, attack those righties, you know, down and away with it, kind of get them off my fastball away and, uh, you know, the sliders in. Um, you know, I've been throwing, you know, righties a lot of sliders in, so I knew that that's the game plan coming in to face me is, you know, attack those sliders in. So changeup definitely helps a lot. Um, I think yeah, I, f- I feel um, really since uh, kind of since my last outing against Texas, I felt like my mechanics have just gotten better and uh, I just felt stronger throughout uh, each week of uh, going into each start. Um, my body's felt great, my arms felt good. So, um, yeah, that, that shows my fastball command and, um, you know, the velocity throughout the game. So um, that's something I'll try and keep up. Acton, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, coming in there, that's not a tough, not a tough debut. You know, um, tight game, two runners on. Um, he looks so confident and, and calm out there. So um, I'm super happy for him. Um, that's awesome for him, especially on Mother's Day. You know, that's a good gift for his mom and his family. So um, yeah, he's a great guy. I got to meet him last year, so I'm in Vegas, and uh, this year in spring training. So super happy for him. All right, that's J.P. Sears uh, on the post game. We'll, we'll take a break. Tony and I will talk about it after this. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show. Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Everything that you'd ever seen with Miranda Lambert on it, I have my finger on pulse of what it is. Out of wind, I've seen every article of clothing. I've spent hours and hours sending inspirations. I've sent clothes that I love and fabrics, and I'm involved in every single garment that you see. It's important to me that it is an extension of my music, and it's an extension of who I am. I always want it to stay as honest as my music. Idlewind at Boot Barn. Life is uncertain. It's okay to feel stressed, anxious, worried, or frustrated. It's normal. With CalHOPE's free and secure mental health resources, it's easy to get the help you and your loved ones need when you need it the most. Call our warm line at 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. First pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Back on the A's Clubhouse Show, Johnny D and, uh, and Townie, and uh, 
is losing this one by a final score of 11 to 3. The good news, I mean, JP Sears does feel since that game in Texas Townie that he does feel like he's made some adjustments. I think he's looked good. I like the fact that he's not walking guys. I like the fact that, you know, you look at his starts, he walked uh, just one today. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good sign. You know, he walked, he did not walk a batter in that loss to the Yankees in five and a third inning. So one walk in his last two starts. I like to see that. It shows you that he's he's throwing strikes. He's coming to walk two in that start before that against Seattle, where he did not allow a run. He pitched six shutout innings. So look, I think overall you see. I mean, obviously he pitched well enough to win one, two, maybe three games. But uh, I thought you look. It's if you're not scoring runs for him, he's not going to win any games. And uh, so overall, I think he he he's looked good. He's got to keep the ball in the ballpark. Yep. He's given up 11 home runs this year. That's a lot. And I think there's only four guys. you got to have X amount of innings to qualify for this. This is obviously something you don't want to qualify for. But I think there's only four guys, and he might be tied. It might only be three now, that have given up more home runs than him. So somebody like him has to be location, location, location. He cannot live in the middle of the plate. Even though he got up there today, 93-94, velocity is not what's going to make him. It's going to be hitting his spots. He's got the type of control that, and you and, and you saw it with, with James Caprellian yesterday, if you have control, you can live on the edges, get strikes. Now, the problem is we got too many guys that don't have control, and you're like, man, you got to figure out how to get control and live in the strike zone like Waldachuk. Waldachuk and Sears are complete, absolute opposites of each other to where Sears needs to be off the plate and not can't live anywhere in the middle of the plate to where Waldachuk, he needs to find the plate more consistently. More consistently, So there are like two types of pitchers. I, I like J.P. Sears on a good staff. He's probably a four or five guy, and now that we're talking about six guys, he could be that plus guy for you and can give you a lot of innings. If you need to put him in the bullpen, you could. So there is a role for him, no doubt about it. Yeah, and uh... – yeah, with both those guys coming over from the Yankees, Waldachuk and Sears, and we haven't seen the best of those guys uh, yet, Townie. And, uh, look, they, they lose, the A's lose three out of four to Texas. The Diamondbacks come to town. Exciting young team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Tori Lovellas Club. Tori, of course, a former athletic. But, uh, look, I mean, th- this team is so good. Dominic Fletcher is dominating, and Jake McCarthy's in AAA. Those, I did not – have that on my bingo card as far as uh, Jake McCarthy because I, I think Jake McCarthy's a just a tremendous player and I still think he's going to be a really good big league player but he went through a horrendous slump and then he uh, he's back down in AAA but this team has a speedy outfield they'll run the bases as we said with reckless abandon so this should be an exciting series these next three Tony. Well, if, to make if there's anything that can make A's fans feel better, I can tell you all the whining going on here when the Giants got walked off. That was fun to see. Uh, it was a walk-off victory for the Snakes over the Giants today down in the Valley of the Sun. So they come in, and you know it's 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 quite laughable just how the how the National League West has started out. You I mean you literally had Padre people planning a parade route already, right? They felt like they felt, you know, like they've accomplished something last year getting to the NLCS, and they're off to a brutal start. They got swept by the Dodgers. You got the Giants getting walked off by the D-backs, and if you look at the standings right now, I don't have them in front of me, but I do believe the Diamondbacks are only three games back of the Dodgers. Everybody else has fallen back, and here the Dodgers are, Johnny. They didn't spend the money. They basically yeah. said we're kind of having a uh, we're kind of having a reboot mode. We think we got enough with what we have, but we're going to kind of reboot. We're going to kind of reboot the luxury tax. You and I have talked about obviously the 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 main prize for them is just Ohtani. south in Anaheim and Shohei yep. Otani. So yep. they're going to they're going to come out next year and spend a lot more money. But here you have a Dodger team that's saying we're not we're not fully going for it. And we're still winning this division. And Arizona is second. I mean, if, if, if you're Giants, if you're Padres, you're shaking your head right now. But Tori Lovello, who, uh, by the way, just to let you know, programming note for tomorrow, Tori's going to yeah. join us either. To, I think he's going to join us Tuesday. 
We yeah. always bring him on A's Cast Live, but uh, David Forst will be with us, nice. A's Cast Live, at 415. And former All-Star and Diamondback great Luis Gonzalez oh, will be that. with us at 5 o'clock. And I believe we'll talk to Tori. Uh, we will have him on the program on Tuesday. But they're young, they're athletic, they're exciting, and they were my team to scare people because I had this thing about how they stole the most bases and – they had the highest percentage, uh, the best percentage of being safe in those stolen bases in the second half of last year. So they were already running like the wind before the new rules. So you've got a young, you got a young team where we talk about Johnny, where a young team kind of can get the crap kicked out of them, but they learn, they learn as a group. Kind of it's what we've seen with Arizona, and now what happens all of a sudden? That young group starts to learn how to win games, and he had some veterans with him, and next thing you know, and you got rid of the dead weight that was Madison Bumgarner, and they're now a team that's formidable. They're coming into town. They're only three games back of the Dodgers, and they're feeling good about themselves, especially after the weekend against the Giants. Well, I think they're going to feel pretty good about the uh, the $108 million contract for Corbin Carroll. I think they're going to save money in the long run on that deal, right? I mean, I, you take a chance, right, because the guy doesn't have a ton of big league time, but I think they know what they have in this guy. This guy's a future star, and uh, Alec Thomas is incredible as well. The, this Dominic Fletcher is unbelievable. I taught him on the on the Cal State East Base down to the day. I talked about the, the tear he's on uh, as he really single-handedly crushed the Giants uh, in this series, uh, so they've got some good young talent. And look, anytime you get a chance to watch Corbin Carroll play, he's worth the price of admission alone with everything he can do. So, yeah, it is an exciting young team. Um, I know, uh, you know, on top of your list, besides birth of your children and your, your marriage to your wife, is is uh, when the Giants lose. I know you love that. You it love do, it, it doesn't suck. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh, Let's uh, give the out-of-town scoreboard right now, uh, which the out-of-town scoreboard, of course, always uh, sponsored by uh, Mechanics Bank. We'll take a look at those scores here as the Cardinals in the top of the third leading the Red Sox 2-1. Uh, to one. The Cardinals, my prediction to play the Blue Jays in the, in the 2023 World Series. They are 15-25. and 25. Um, Also a prediction on the White Sox, and my prediction is not looking good so far. Guardians beat the Angels today uh, 4-3. They go to 19-21. So the Angels, they find themselves now four and a half back of Texas in the West. Nationals, they beat the Mets uh, 3-2. Pirates, uh, they had lost 11-12. They beat the Orioles. They shut them out 4-0. Keller over Gibson. Uh, Rays get a split of that four-game set with the Yankees. They beat uh, the Yankees 8-7. Zach Eflin picked up his fifth win. Red Sox, uh, I'm sorry, the Blue Jays defeated defeated the Braves six to five. Pearson over Iglesias. Tigers uh, playing decent ball. They're 18 and 21. They they beat the Mariners by a final score of five to three. The Marlins over the Reds by a final score of three to one. It was the Twins two seven run innings. They beat the Cubs 16 to three. Astros over the White Sox, 4-3. The Astros now two games over 500. Hunter Brown with his fourth win, now 4-1. Brewers, they beat the Royals 9-6. Lauer over Lyles. Rockies shut out the Phillies 4-0. Kyle Freeland got the win now 4-4. Four four. Aaron Nola the loss 3-3. Three three. Dodgers shut out the Padres. Dodgers now 11 games over 500. Townie, uh, they shut them out 4-0. Padres 19-22. Diamondbacks, uh, they sweep the Giants. They won that game 2-1. to one. Castro over Tyler Rogers, And the Mets beat the Nationals 8-2. to two. Scherzer over Cole, uh, over, I'm sorry, over Irvin. Irvin falls to 1-1. One one. So, look, hey, uh, Townie, the, uh, the Giants lose, fall to 17-23. Diamondbacks now 23-18. and 18. Uh, But the Dodgers quietly doing it, man. Uh, 11 games over 500. You talked about the kind of non-moves they made. They're saving up for Otani, but... Uh, Dodgers playing really good baseball right now. Yes, they are. And it's it, it shouldn't be surprising because if you look at the players, and that's why Paul Himbakides, when we bring him on from ESPN on to Ace Cast Live, he broke it down. He goes, if you look at the players that they still have remaining, you know, their, their, their run differential, these players, is still better than what the Padres and the Giants got. Yeah. And you're like, yep. that that shows you how good that team was last year that won what? 111, I think it yep. was. Yep. So it, it it even though they they don't have 
what we thought as much of the firepower, the firepower is still better. And I got to tell you, if you're working for the Padres right now and if you're working for the San Francisco Giants and not only are you still not in the class of the Dodgers, long way to go, but as of right now, you're still not in the class of the Dodgers and you've been leapfrogged by the Diamondbacks and you've got the Padres spending historic money and you got the Giants still you know, claiming what they want to be and spend it, there could be some people losing jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's how Padres, this business works. No question. Yeah, the Padres, 19-22, and 22, uh, yeah, 41 games in, uh, they, they have really been struggling. They and went it, from – they went – oh, uh, yeah, because you were down there at spring training. They made all these signings. They've been – A.J. Preller and everybody's talking about all the guaranteed money. And, yeah, see, owners should go out there and just spend every penny, and that's what they should do. We, we've heard that Peter Seidler, their owner, has been taking loans out on his personal corporations to be able to, to have the backing for, for these contracts. And it's all in. That's what you need to do. They're spending, what, 250 million, and they're not even 500 yeah, you saw the contract of Bogarts, and it's, just, it's yeah, and it's and a, remember they're they're also a Bally Cable Sports team too. Yeah, I true. mean it's not it's like the crazy money that the Padres spent, and people are like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, and because you know I'm from San Diego, so I got a bunch of buddies who are like ripping me about the A's, and then there's and I'm like, oh really? Let's see how these all these long term contracts to all these guys that will all be in their late thirties, how all this is going to work out. And you know what they all said? Well, if we win a World Series this year, it doesn't matter. Oh, how's that World Series prediction looking right now? <laughs> You're the greatest. Hey, uh, Diamondbacks, well, what's on deck? Can you uh, imagine you, Johnny, in San Diego trying to do the Padres postgame show right now? Okay. Can you imagine you'd be trying to be all positive? Hey, it's okay. It's early. Okay, okay. Padre fans would be shredding you. Oh, they'd be crushing me. For oh, sure. they're pissed. I'm telling you, they want to run one. Even though Juan Soto is starting to hit, they're starting to expose Juan Soto. He's not good defensively. He doesn't throw well. He doesn't run well. I mean, he walks a lot, but, I mean, that. 400 he he turned down 440 million oh good luck wow. yeah let's pause while we have a moment for station identification on the on a's cast and the a's radio network a's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on bloomberg 960 knew oakland and kosf 103.7 fm hd2 san francisco Again, time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Tomorrow, the Diamondbacks in town. Merrill, Merrill Kelly gets the uh, start 3-3, three and 3.18. Three, 3. Drew Rusinski trying to get his first win uh, with the Athletics, 0-3, 8.16. So Kelly and Rusinski, the starters tomorrow. Again, you just... Uh, you, we always say it, and I know it's a broken record, no one is going to feel sorry for you in this league. This is MLB, this is Major League Baseball, the best of the best. So you have to find a way to get some victories, find a way. And I know it's not about the wins and losses, Townie, but still find a way to play some good baseball. I know it You know it grinds on those guys in that clubhouse, though. We talk about wins and losses, and these guys, they, they're, they're human. They, it, it crushes those guys in there. I know I've been in that clubhouse. It's not easy when you, you're going through a, a stretch like the A's are going through right now. No, I, I mean, we can talk about it every night. I mean, it's, it's, it's not easy, and the more we go, the more change you're going to see. Obviously, 42 different guys have been played with the athletics this year. They set the record last year at 64, and we're just – what is the date today, the 17th? It's the 14th. 14th? Even worse. We viewed 42 guys, and it's May 14th. 42 players. So there's still going to be a lot of movement. There's going to be a lot of change, but that's what needs to happen in a year like this. You need to find the right guys to move forward with. So we're going to see a lot of change and and hopefully see the young guys get better. And, you know, you're going to – the old Jim Harbaugh, iron sharpens iron. Let's see what you got against this young D-backs team, a team that's ascending. Let's see how you play against them. Yep. A's total access at 6 tomorrow. And, uh uh, Ken Korak will have uh, Mark Kotze on, the skipper of the A's. First pitch, uh, A's and Diamondbacks at 640. Give us the guests again on A's Cast Live, buddy. We are going to have David Force, the general manager of your Oakland Athletics. We'll talk to him at 415. And then Luis Gonzalez, 
former All-Star and terrific career. And obviously, his biggest years were with the Arizona Diamondbacks, part of that 0-1 team to win the World Series. That he had the one of the biggest hits in World Series history off Mariano Rivera. That's Great right. guy. I remember, you know, Bob Melvin always talking about what a super dude Gonzo is. So we will have him on the show. And just happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Mother's Day and baseball goes hand in hand. And, of course, with breast cancer awareness, I lost my mother to breast cancer. So thinking of my mother today, and I I know you have your wife and your daughter in town. So uh, go have a great dinner and a good Mother's Day with your family, Johnny. Yeah, you too, my brother. Thanks. I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow. That's the great Chris Townsend. Thanks so much. And for Chris Townsend. Uh, and, uh, of course, for our engineer today, Renee helped out, and Vince Toche, Johnny Dosco saying so long from the Coliseum. Uh, once again, the final score, uh, the Rangers with an eight-run eighth as they beat the A's 11-3. to Have a great Mother's Day, everybody. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.